Welcome to Franchise Sports Talk Basketball this time. Nearly always get it wrong. It's <laughs> a good start. It's the right sport. Um, so, it's, we, how many? We've got like four games left on the season at this point. So, we are going to uh, pick our all NBA teams um, as if we were proper people that were allowed to vote. Yeah, as if we had actual votes. Uh, which we obviously don't. No, not yet. Um, so I don't know how we want to do this. Do we want to go first, second, third, or the other way? Um, I'm trying to think what would be better. Well, so I think we should cover the stuff that doesn't really need talking about. First? So, yeah, so like the first team forwards. Okay. Yeah, Giannis yeah. and Tatum. Uh, yes, yes, I've got that one right. The three centres, I think, are almost... There's not much debate over them, personally. Okay. Um, okay. All right, so let's start with the first. Should we do our well, first team? Well, I think the order, there is a debate over them. What do we do the the positions? Um, How about we just start, we go for our first teams... And we can see where it goes. Okay, yeah, let's do that. I like this just planning, literally during the start of the podcast. But you go first with yours because I think it'll be different. Style. Um, okay, so Yanis and Tatum. Yes. Obviously. Yeah. To be honest, it was quite difficult to find other forwards at all. Uh, I mean, there are other forwards. Others that were like anywhere near, or like even looking at them, it's like, I don't know, does, does this guy even all NBA? And he's just like, well, he has to be because there's not many other forwards for the other positions, I mean. So, Yas and Tatum were just locks for the first team. Uh, and then centre, uh, I reckon this is where we're different. I reckon we're different. Centre. I've gone for Jokic. I assume you've gone for Bede. I have, but I basically have like no sway either way. It was almost like a coin toss. I think the Jokic thing is it's always, I mean, it's always the classic argument of just advanced stats. They have closed slightly though, and B has made up some ground. Even in a lot of them, like what what is it I'm looking at? Like even just, they've never even, they're not like super advanced. Well, like Vorp, for example, value above replacement player. Jokic is just like two points better than anybody else. He's like way ahead of everyone. Box plus minus, he's also like way ahead of everybody. I think it's partly that if you have a centre that play makes, it just breaks these numbers. It does. That might be it. Because he's, yeah, like assist percentage and stuff, he's like one of the highest on that. And he's a centre. It's like there's no centres anywhere near him on that. So that might be it. I think it's basically because he's... But that is also... Yeah. So there's a weird thing with this. And I mean, this is like you could do a whole series on the Jokic comparison with Embiid and how the stats like basically suggest Jokic is a way, way better player. And then if you watch them, those stats... Well, first of all, his defensive stats are often actually like really good, like close to or better than Embiid's. And that just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I also think this year, I've, I mean, I've not watched every Denver game, obviously. 
I think there are some games where Jokic is kind of not engaged. I think he has games where he's just like, yeah, kind of really cruising. But I, I mean, I don't really have like a massive feeling either way. Yeah. There's a very strong case for Jokic. Yeah, exactly. There's almost a thing of um, that kind of slightly intangible stuff, I suppose. Well, it's not quite intangible, but the you can talk about the big game stuff or you'd want a big game and that kind of thing. Because maybe you could go and bead in some circumstances. But yeah, Jokic, it's kind of the thing with Jokic, isn't it, that almost makes him so impressive is he just breaks all the numbers and sometimes he doesn't look like he's trying that much. Yeah, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's an interesting thing, like where, and I think how MVP falls is going to be quite like reflective of how this is viewed. There, the debate with those two is really weird because it's like Embiid actually is an amazing guy for the amount of free throws he takes and defensively he's kind of like an analytics darling too. Yeah. Jokic is sort of like the analytics are almost too good. They, they're like he's obviously not yeah. that, that impactful otherwise his team it's, would win the title. Every the time. thing is because he's such a unique player like you say there's all these stats like these advanced stats that are Basically, they're like formula-based stats. Um, okay. Uh, so, yeah, as I was saying, I think kind of the formula-based stats of Jokic um, seem to just get broken because nobody's meant to be, like, that big and have that many assists. And rebounds, because he, he also rebounds yeah. at like a league-leading rate as well. Yeah, I think that's that's probably the thing is, yeah, the rebounds and assists combined. And it, yeah, it's kind of, they were like, obviously these formulas were like made and these stats were like, the formulas for them were made before Jokic. And then Jokic has come along and basically broken all the numbers. <laughs> Well, it's no coincidence Doncic is often second in all of these. Another guy who's like doing... I mean, it obviously is valuable if you've got someone who does everything. But I think it does, probably with both of them, to be honest, it misses part of particularly the, the like, trying to guard anyone side of it. Um, which, I mean, that they're just far from perfect. Any, like, defensive measurements for players in basketball are, like, nowhere near. Yeah. Trustworthy. Um but yeah, I mean, I, the the other thing with it now is because Denver dropped off and Philly slowed a little bit, but you've now got like Embiid's leading league in scoring and there's nothing in the standings between them. That was another thing for me is Denver might be the one seed in their conference. They're one game ahead of the Sixers. And uh, yeah. by most metrics, they're basically like the same teams. Um, if like great offense, defense is not yeah. amazing. Definitely. Although one thing for the Nuggets, I guess, is, um, yeah, maybe like last year, for example, or like they weren't great. And that was almost the one thing it like would have been a mark against Jokic. Whereas now they are actually just really, really good. Yeah. As well as him being good. So, yeah, although his scoring's a bit down from last year. Yeah, um, should we should we move on before we end up in like an MVP? Uh, yeah, it's not meant to be an MVP discussion. 
basically those two are the first second team. Who have you got for third team centre? Third team. Right? We're now going laterally, are we? We're not going Well, it's just as soon as we've done the centre. Okay, fine. I've gone for Sabonis. Yeah, I don't think this... This is like the least debatable position, possibly, no. apart from like Yanis being one of the forwards in the first team. Um, yeah, the Kings are really good and he runs a lot of the offence and he's been absolutely yeah. amazing. There's, yeah, it wasn't really many other options. We might touch on some of the guys that are kind of like honourable mention types to that position, but they're not really anywhere near to me. Yeah. Um, okay. But what, first team guards? Let's go back to, yeah, back to first team. Let's get back on track. So it's going all over the place. Um, uh, do you want to go? You, you go for this time. Okay. I have Shea Gildress-Alexander. 31.5 points per game. And the Thunder are... I mean, they're basically going to be like in the play and at the very least. Um, they're not actually going to play the top off the plane anymore, but there was a brief hope of that. And is yeah, the other players have developed around him, but it wasn't meant to be anywhere near this this year. Yeah. Um, um, and my other one is De'Aaron Fox, because the Kings, the Kings have been incredible and he's got like this just ridiculous clutch shooting stuff going on. Okay, yeah, that's an interesting one. So I've got Shaker Alexander, then I've gone for Luka Doncic, um, which I feel like is probably the more conventional pick. It is, but, so my counterpoint to this, and I ended up, because there were so many candidates for the guard spot, I ended up doing some kind of, there's two people I've disqualified completely, and there's two people who you might have on yours who I've ended up taking out altogether. So I yeah. think the games played discussion is obviously huge, like it's been with MVP. And we they're obviously for next year bringing in the 65 for individual awards you've got to reach. I've not gone with everyone's that's, got to play 65. Yeah, because that's really high. Like, one no, one, no one would be in the teams now. It would just be the like Iron Men of the League would make all NBA this year. I mean, yeah, like there's a good chance Yanis doesn't make 65. Um, I mean, a lot of, well, just a lot of players... Because I was thinking about that, about where I'm cutting it off. And you realise you have to go quite low. Just so you've got people to choose so from. Pick from. You're not just picking low. And Bede's only at 64 guy. now. Yeah, ridiculous. I mean, so 65 is ridiculous, but I did, and this is a little bit of an aside from what we are just talking about, but um, so I, I made winning like quite a big factor, which is why Doncic isn't in my my first team. And I also made, I went for under 55. If you can't reach 55 games, I just, you're not even considered. So that took out KD and Kawhi. Yeah, I think I went for that. That's roughly what I went with as well, to be honest. Also, there's like three or four guys who I thought like are really close. Yeah. Who are going to get there. Because um, Fox has played 70 as well, which is like one of the higher numbers in the league. Yeah. But, um, yeah, do you got anything on uh, Doncic? Um, I mean, he's just really good, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, it's true, I suppose. That is, uh, trying to be too spicy with that take. <laughs> I mean, he's he's just the best guard in the league. Um, so I put him in the first team. My um, that's that's it really. So I've been quite harsh on this. 
But my counterpoint is, just as SGA has elevated his team whether to where they're sort of not meant to be, yeah, they are now ahead of the Mavericks. This is yeah. not all Lucas' fault, of course, but they, the Mavericks are not going to make the playoffs. They actually are only one win ahead of the Jazz, who have been king since the trade deadline. Yeah, that's and I just found like you, you definitely can't be first team if you're like that was my. They, my they could make the playoffs. They don't have like a tiebreaker though on the Thunder, oh, okay. so it would need to be like the Thunder go zero and three and they win. That is quite ridiculous them even missing the play in, but yeah, I yeah I get that. I you do kind of feel a bit like it's just it's like that kind of disaster is mismanagement around. Donchich. I mean, the Irving trade really hasn't worked. As we we talk, oh, well, I, I was kind of saying about how it could work, like you know, the upside of it. There's been no upside, has there? They've basically been worse since that. They've been, I mean, catastrophically bad since then. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Luca obviously yeah. missed a few games as well. But like, I mean, he played 64. That's still, as we said, way more than most. But like, they, the the losing consecutive games to the Hornets without. I think it was without Oubre, Lamelo, and Rozier, maybe even Hayward as well. It was just like they just had no players. The Hornets and they they beat them in consecutive games. Um, yeah, just just a lot of calamitous losses, yeah. really. Yeah. Despite all that, though, I would say you know you just look at any any stats, and Doncic is just still just one of the best guards. Yeah, thirty-two point eight points per game, eight point one assists. As we said a minute ago, he's up there in all the advanced stats, as well as yeah, just in and he's well, I, in terms of the best players, and he's played easily enough games as well, but a lot more than a lot of the other guards that um, we'll get in. There is one kind of quirk with him, though. Is So they're better with him on the floor. But it's not like... You know we have with other like megastars is basically when they're on the floor, the team is really good. And it's like tread water yeah. without them. They're only plus 1.9 with him on the court this year. And some of this is mismanagement around him. I think some of it is defensively they are like horrific. And I quite a lot of that is related to his just not really playing any defense whatsoever. Um, yeah. it's a difficult one because to be honest as a rule of thumb I find for like all NBA stuff it does feel a bit like when a season goes that wrong and you don't even make the play-in tournament when you made the conference finals last year it does feel a bit like it's, it's a weird one like trying to reward you end up rewarding players and they're, they're really sucked um, but yeah have you so should we have you got any more on the first team? No, not not massively. I mean I guess we'll see where you've put Doncic in if you have at all. Do you want to go with your second team forwards? Second team forwards? Okay, I've gone for um this is where to be honest, things get more difficult and Yeah, well I've gone for Jimmy Butler and LeBron James. Interesting. So I'm with you that it got I thought it got difficult, and then I kind of looked at it a bit more and looked at how many games people had actually played. And it kind yeah. of just like they LeBron's themselves. A bit low, isn't he? I didn't actually get LeBron in. Um, I've got Jalen Brown 
and Jimmy Butler. Yeah, so we agreed on Butler. Um, Because he's actually had a good shooting year, hasn't he, as well, Jimmy Butler. He's also played more than he has done in other years, I think. played quite a lot. And he's also, yeah, he's one of those players that is, like, the advanced stats really like him. He basically, he does make the team a lot, lot better whenever he's playing. Well, he's just always more than his, like, box score stats, isn't he? I know it's kind of like a cliche with him at this point. But his box score stats, particularly the inflated numbers this year, are like, I think he's like 22, 5 and 5, or 5 and 6. As like that. Yeah. Everyone seems to be doing that now. Um, but he's quite clearly a lot better than that. And the Jalen Brown thing for me was partly that Boston are still going to be the two seed. And there's been quite a lot of times this season where he's been their best player, to be honest. Um, and he's like 27, 7 and 3 and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I've ended up going with Brown in the third team. I remember going off piece a bit there again, but yeah, I I, I agree. I, I kind of had him as he should be in when I looked at the numbers. Um, like I said the scoring is pretty pretty big as well. Plus, there's there's the, the lack of forward options as well, really. That was another thing I was going to add is that he, um, I don't, I don't really like fiddling the positions with this. So you also don't have to do that with him this year. There's been other seasons where he's mainly been a guard, but they've, yeah. because they've added Brogdon and White, he most of the time he's been playing as an actual forward as well, which makes it a little bit of a cleaner decision. Yeah. One defense I would have with LeBron though. Is that even though his games played are a bit low on the low side, his minutes are actually a lot higher. Yeah, because he's so played was, like ridiculous. Yeah, amount, I, I was looking like you know, if you're around eighteen hundred minutes, like you've got to be like at least in the eight hundred. With a few games to go, this is as well. Um, so that you know, he's he's like near like. Morant and Halliburton and Curry, that kind of area. Um, yeah. So like, even though Davis has played more, like less, well, one more game than him, he's played quite a lot less minutes. Um, and yeah, so th- that was kind of my one thought with that thing. Is it well, he's still like very much on the borderline, but also is it, it's LeBron James, isn't it? LeBron James. Yeah, I mean, that's, uh, I think I, I basically came to that as my tiebreaker for the third team. So, without giving away too much, that's my, one of my forwards in the third team, was if he plays their remaining games, which, given the standings, he will, he then gets to 55. And I looked at the minutes totals as well. I ended up turning down the guy with the second most minutes in the NBA. But you look at the minutes for LeBron, and it's actually, it compensates for the, the number of games he missed a little bit. Yeah. Um, and as you said, like, I mean, it's also LeBron, like, if he's played enough this season. Would you have LeBron for 1,800 minutes or someone who's not LeBron for, like, 2,200 minutes? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He also had that period, didn't he? I mean, where they basically didn't have any other players and he was just playing 40 minutes a night and carrying the team. Yeah. He is averaging nearly 30 points a game. I think yeah. even without the he's LeBron James factor. 
Yeah, He's I think that's the thing, face. maybe, is the, um, yeah, that I think is sometimes good to consider with these things, is not, well, it just being the box scores is like certain pit, bits of the season or moments of the season and stuff that kind of feel like give you a little boost. Well, now they might not even be in the play-in, and you think that's basically some of those wins that he just, like, brute-forced them to. Yeah, like the they wouldn't be anywhere near if it wasn't for that period of the season. Yeah, possibly like any other player in the league, they might not. Even now, I think, like, Yanis might be able to do, would probably be able to do that, but there's quite a few other of, like, the really elite players. The situation they were in there with, like, no spacing, no one else scoring, basically. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I, I I think in a way those three, well, the forward thing is actually kind of picks itself because there aren't that many options. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, should we do guards on the second team then before we do the other forwards? Yeah, you, you go first. Kind of giving them away. Okay. Um. So I've got I've got Donovan Mitchell's in the second team as one of my guards. Um, again, I mean he's yeah he's been the Cavaliers' like most important player probably. Maybe I mean he he's basically made them from I don't know I I mean they're not obviously one of the top contenders but they've been like the best of the rest in the East with just how good those top three are, um, as well as. 28 points a game. And he had a 70-point game. Had a 70-point game. Is that like little moment? And if you look at the games played, he's played six to seven games doing all that as well. So he's like on the higher end in terms of minutes um, for like players that you might consider for all NBA. So that ends up being a bit of a tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, it's it just all about the scoring really and uh, I think it's yeah, it's probably is it his best scoring season? I think it probably is because all the numbers are so bloated. I've got his page up. Yeah, yeah, it is. His, his previous best was twenty six point four. Um, so yeah, just yeah, v- volume of scoring really, and kind of helped push the Cavs to like another level. It feels like this year. Well, and he's actually played. Yeah, I had him second team as well. Yeah, so you've got... Yeah, okay. So that is... Yeah, we've got quite a lot in common, haven't we, so far? But I think Mitchell's one of those that's like with the volume, both the scoring yeah. and that the Cavs are already quite good. It's not like he, they, they've gone from like a bottom of the lottery team by adding him. Yeah. They're only a little bit better when he's on the floor than when he's off it. Like, I don't, I think it would be hard to put him first team. Yeah. But he's also played so much compared to some of the other guys that it would be harsh putting him third team. That's kind of where I got to. Yeah. And the uh, the volume of scoring and stuff as well is kind of going to get you in there. Um, I mean, the guards were quite difficult. I've ended up with my other second team guard. This. You might this might be similar, a bit similar to the Doncic one actually, but I've gone for Damian Lillard. I I disqualified Damian Lillard for what for them being too bad. Um, he's he's actually only at fifty eight games, and they're going to yeah. be under thirty five wins, and they've shut him down so they can tank at the end of the season. 
Okay, so but so, for so all he's not going to get more than fifty-eight, but that is still, yeah, yeah. I, I didn't like part of the reason I've been so brutal on the team success thing is just because it was so hard to choose between them. Otherwise, like what Lillard did for a stretch was incredible, but then there's like. Their teams really, really sucked. They started yeah. relatively well as well. Yeah, it is kind of difficult, though, isn't it? I mean, they are just a bit of a mess team, but the, yeah, again, it's just the thirty-two points a game. And um, that's, that was that spell where it was like forty points a game. Yeah, <laughs> like, but even then, it was not really doing anything. They're like, yeah, I don't know. It, it's not. That's obviously not all on him. But then you, you also get, I suppose, into a bit of like, how many meaningful games have you played this year? Because they were basically out of it, like, weeks, months Yeah, I ago. mean, but those still would have been meaningful to the other team that he's scoring against. Yeah, some of, his mega game, I think, well, both of the 70-point games against the Rockets. I think they might have both been against the Rockets this year. But yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair. Um, yeah, I feel like that one's probably slightly controversial. Um, given some of the other options, but yeah, just on balance, seem to be yeah, he's he's above some of the other guards as well on like yeah, I think like box plus minus and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean that's the other argument against what I just said. I suppose really is basically when he plays, they are just when he's on the court. Though generally, they are still like relatively good. Yeah, it's just that basically when he's not there, they're just not a team. Yeah, they kind of don't exist when he's not on the court. Um, yeah, that, that's a particularly difficult one. I mean, it's very similar to the Bradley Beal thing a few years ago. Do you remember? When he... I can't remember... Yeah, they're plus 2.2 with it on the floor. It's just they're minus 9.6 when he's off it. So when he's off the court, they're like the worst team of all time. And then when he's on the court, they're actually half decent. Um, yeah, like Bradley Beal... I can't remember if he won the scoring title or he just lost out to Curry or whatever. But it was when the Wizards were like nothingness and John yeah. was hurt, whatever. And it, it was like so. I mean, like individually, it looks like he should be a right in there. And it, it's just a difficult one. Um, I've gone like the other end of the spectrum on this pick. Um, Shall I try and guess? Yeah. Go on then. So, other end of the spectrum is in a team that's been good. Um, have you gone for James Harden? No, no, no. I haven't. Okay. The team's been better than that. Um, They've been better than that. Drew Holiday? Yeah. Wow. So partly, I think... Oh, wow. I think he's still just, like, ridiculously underrated. He's yeah. going, like... 13 points a game fewer than Lillard, admittedly. But the number one seed in the entire league, still the best defensive... Well, probably not the best defensive player in the league, but the best defensive player under, like, six foot six or something. Um, he's shooting 38% from three this year as well, which is absolutely huge. 7.2 assists per game. He's had to do more offensively with Middleton, like, out and then working his way back. Um, and he's played comfortably over 60 games. I think it's 16. 
because how many is he on now? 65. So like he's probably gonna, he's probably not gonna play all the box remaining games because they'll get the one seed sewn up. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have him on my list. I didn't even think about him. Yeah, I think I think he's very unlikely to actually make it for that reason. Because if you you go and like look at, I mean, he's not that far down actually. He's like thirty second there on Vorp. Um, in fact, he's just had a he's just had De'Aaron Fox on Vorp. Yeah, he's generally okay. Yeah, for a guard that's not scoring that much, he's actually pretty high up on some of the advanced numbers. 29th on box, box plus minus. So yeah, that is decent. I also I it's difficult to know how to weigh up like the different some of those advanced numbers too, because quite a lot of them are based on like the numbers when you're off the floor. And yeah. like value added stuff with that, and it's like, well, if you're on a really good team, quite often they just don't, they don't completely collapse when you go off the court. Um, yeah, it's a it's a difficult one with players like Holiday because I think he basically is never going to be quite valued to how important he actually is to a team, particularly like the Bucks. Um, but yeah. he's, he's like a completely different type of concept for this sort of position for like this kind of vote yeah exactly yeah you know there's not many um you don't get many of those kind of players getting in all nba usually do you no no you don't um yeah well the, at least we had a major difference we've got two yeah. differences in the well, second team the fox thing is is why in the first team yeah Actually, we had three differences on the second team to the centre as well. So we had Butler and Mitchell were our two agreements there. Third team, we have Savonis. I think yeah. the, the consensus... The rest might be different, maybe. And we have LeBron slash Brown in one of the forward spots. Um, yeah, well, Le LeBron and Brown is switched between second and third. Is that right? You've got them. You've got LeBron yeah, third. I've got LeBron third. He can get to 55. I've got Brown in third and LeBron on second. Okay, who are your other three? I'll go. I'll do the forward. I'll forward first, shall we? Yeah, I've got gone Julius Randall. I have to. Um, this was he's at seventy-seven games, twenty-five points per game. Yeah, there's absolutely massive in terms of games played numbers. That's like there's no one in the league, and he's playing for Tibbs as well. So that's like a, a lot yeah. of minutes. Um, and they are actually, I mean, with this run at the end of the year, they have they are actually now. Good, they're like comfortably in the playoffs. Like they've, they've made it fairly comfortably in the end. Um, not even yeah, loads there. of those tiebreakers, that sort of stuff, like team record, total minutes, and he's got like the kind of counting stats. Yeah, my I don't know how like deep you are on the other options, but so um, to be honest, I struggled to even find the six. Okay, uh, well, so I guess Durant it was an option, but he was he's only played forty five games. Yeah, it kind of gets Kawhi. I think was up there, but you also have this like early in the season he didn't look anything like Kawhi for a while. Weirdness. My names I like put down were. Um, so actually, I'll quickly mention I had Anthony Davis 
but he's only been a centre. That's the thing. But he's only been a centre. I was never going to put him up forward, and I can't put him up He was like maybe the like. Well, he didn't play enough games. But if he had, he would have been maybe one of the centre options. But I couldn't get him anywhere near Sabonis, though. No, I don't think he was really anywhere near because of yeah games. Bam and Bam over Sabonis. Sorry, sorry, but Bam over Sabonis for me. Like I just I couldn't do that. Um, I can't have two Heat players and only one King. That just seems silly. Um, and then my other forwards were DeRozan. It's like where him and Levine kind of shared it as they've improved late in the season. And they've also been like not really that good anyway. Siakam, 24, 8 and 6. I considered that a bit. And Mark and He's him, also a centre, isn't he? Well, they're kind of... Well, it's a weird... I mean, don't. I don't feel, as a centre this season, but... I don't feel bad putting him as a forward, though. Yeah. Um, and then Mark and Utah have just like dropped off a cliff. And yeah. It, when in like the middle of the season when Utah were actually really good and he was scoring loads, um, he would have been like definitely around. That I would have, group. yeah, I would have had him if LeBron didn't come back. I think. Yeah. Because his numbers are great. Another honourable mention I would like to make actually. But in the end, you look at and couldn't really put him in. But was uh, Michael Bridges? Yeah, because yeah. he leads the league in minutes. He leads the league in minutes. Since he's since the trade, he's had a few like actually like massive scoring games. I mean, twenty seven point six points per game since he's went gone into Brooklyn, but for the season's only twenty. But a lot of that, it seems. I mean, he didn't seem like nobody for him is the kind of player that put up those numbers. But it seems like the only maybe the only reason he wasn't doing it at Phoenix was because they had like Booker and Paul and. He started showing it for a bit when they had some guys out. When Booker yeah. was out for a little bit, he had a little bit of a, a flirtation so, with yeah, being this scoring. I kind of way. ended up leaving it as one of like, maybe like, well, those that Brooklyn stat line with like the kind of defensive player he is and the amount of minutes he's playing. That's like uh, okay, you do you, if he does that for a season, then he's he's probably all all NBA player. But oh yeah, it's, it's one of those that's like he might be next year. Yeah, he's a very I mean, good chap. Next games. That's not a tiny sample size at all. He doesn't get injured either. He like really, really doesn't yeah. get injured. There's one of those that's like, yeah, do, do it for a bit longer, and you'd be in there. Yeah. If the if they did that trade, like at the start of the season, then he might. He probably would be in. To be honest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that I think mean, that's going to be interesting to watch next year. See. He keeps that up. Um, the other thing, actually, is this meant I just noticed with that is the Nets are actually, um, you know, in clinging on. Yeah, they're still they're still there. They're going to be in the actual playoffs. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. So maybe Mikael Bridges can have some like just put up some massive Nets and playoff games. Yeah, yeah, I mean it's definitely plausible. That might be an interesting series, that, potentially. Or, or Embiid's going to score, you know, 8,000 points. don't know. It's one of those two. Yeah, yeah. You'd, you'd hope the Sixers would have that. Quickly, um, I think. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that, that will be, be fun to watch Bridges in that series. Um, who have you gone for at the guards? Um... So I have got, uh, I've got for James Harden and Steph Curry. 
Interesting. Interesting. Throwing it back to like a 2018 that's, that's first team. Or something. Like I just, yeah, I just really fret back a bit. Um, and to be honest, there's kind of a group of them, to be honest, of like guards. Um, but it was just very hard to put stuff like between them. Um, so you've got those two and Halliburton. Um, I mean, I and then Lillard's a bit ahead, I think. I put a bit ahead because of the point, the ridiculous point scoring mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, and then I, I know you had Fox first team, but I maybe had Fox in that group, but didn't even end up making it at all. I mean, his his defensive stats are like pretty bad, aren't they? Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, lots of the Kings is pretty pretty ugly on that yeah, end. I guess maybe his bonus isn't great either, but yeah. Um, so yeah, Harden, Halliburton, Curry. I mean, what did you do with um, Kyrie and John Moran? So I didn't. Yeah, they didn't get in. I guess they're, I, they're kind of hanging around there too. And also Brunson, to be honest. I used um, that, those two as like two guys I just disqualified straight away. If you're suspended I from your team did. for yeah. messing around with a gun on social media, that's, I think that's the thing. That you, you're out. And it, Kyrie Irving, basically every year there's going to be a Kyrie Irving cause too much chaos penalty. Yeah, it, it, it did seem like this year. actually played some games as well and he's put up some okay numbers. But also but forced to trade and was involved in another scandal. Like, Absolutely torpedoed his new team. So. Well, and he, he torpedoed his old team for a little while with the ridiculous stuff he was sharing on social media. So, I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, when there was so many to choose from, it kind of helped that I could take those two out. I'm glad yeah. you mentioned Brunson. I just got, I also was like, oh, can I actually put Jalen Brunson over Steph Curry? Yeah. Steph that's Curry's going to go over 55 that. as well. It's like, oh, Brunson's actually missed a few. It's like, can I have. Do I really want like seventy games or whatever it'll be of Jalen Brunson over fifty six of Steph Curry? No, yeah. no, I don't. Um, so you Trey Young, Curry, you? yeah, Trey Young obviously sort of put him an honourable mention, but not really anywhere near. Like, coach got yeah. fired again. Under um, yeah, the, the he was all NBA last year, wasn't he? Um. But he is just so bad defensively, and his scoring isn't even as good. And the Hawks just being like, it's his team. Yeah. Again, the Hawks, the, whatever goes on with the coach every like 12 months, and they have to fire them. Um, I don't know. I, I just I kind of yeah. out I, on that. One Did of you mention one, for Devin him to Booker? be in Sorry. there, because of all the other stuff with Trey Young, his number, scoring numbers have to be like astronomical. And he's only on 26. And everyone's getting 26 this Curry's, year. Like Curry's higher than that, I think. He's 29 um, and a half. Yeah. Lillard's obviously 32. Doncic was like 32 or something. Um, Mitchell's 28. So he, he's like not even scoring the same level as loads of the other guys. And that is kind of his one, the one way he can kind of overcome some of that stuff maybe in this award stuff as if he is just like above everyone on the scoring or like right up there um, but this year he wasn't even on that like his, his three point percentage dropped so yeah he started the year shooting really poorly didn't he and I yeah I, I, I found him like I put him down there because I should put him there um, 
Did you mention either Devon Booker or Anthony Edwards? No. Wait, wait a sec. Before we get into that, do you want to just say your last pick? It's Devon Booker. It's Devon Booker. Okay. So, the Booker and Edwards thing, they're like opposite arguments, almost. So, Edwards is second in the league in minutes. Towns has been out for most of the year. And Booker is actually... He's at the, the same games played window as Curry. But the Suns, like, because Durant's played so little for them and Paul has declined quite markedly, and then they traded away all their depth, he's gone from, like, who's their most important player to clearly their most important player, and they're going to be the four seed in the West. Um, his numbers are really strong across the board. Um, whereas with Edwards, it's like... It's, I know the standings are so fragile, but, like, Minnesota's now looking at being bottom of the play-in, like, in the 9-10 game. Yeah. And his assist-to-turnover ratio is really not great. Like, that's not really gone anywhere. Which I think for a scoring guards where you, like, add another part. Um, Harden, I did consider, he's basically the same game played bracket as Booker and Curry. He's at 56. I think Booker's, like, lower 50s. Um, and because of the Embiid factor... And I don't know how like we qualify this, like we just spoke about with Holiday, but the Sixers are quite comfortably positive without Harden on the floor. Yeah, um, and I, I just added. I mean, I, I could have quite happily gone with Harden over them, but yeah. I feel I like, like Book is the guy you'd want. Twenty-one points, eleven assists, without and on a good team is kind of the the thing for me that did it. Um, it's like he is, I guess. Yeah, obviously they were. Well, He's not like near Embiid at all, is he? But he's like easily the the second guy, um, I guess, on that team. Which I guess is kind of maybe the argument holiday, although they've got Middleton too. Yeah, Middleton basically was hurt, and then like working, working a long way back was kind of part of my my thing with that. I think. Yeah. Um, we've not got very long left at all, so. Have you had any other mentions? No, I mean, I think we've run through them. Like, Davis, Bam, were the centres who were, like, not really that close to bonus, but ish. And then it's, like, all the guards that we just spoke about. Um, yeah, so many guards that could have got in. You can make a good case for a lot of them, but I think with... I think, like, the same as we said with LeBron, you kind of get to the thing with Steph Curry where it's, like, he's played just enough games... And he's actually been like really good when he has played. It's not like it's even yeah. been like quietish by his standards. I mean, he's averaging thirty six and six. The Warriors are seven points per one hundred better in his minutes. Like, yeah, exactly. It's, it's basically the same thing as LeBron, where it's like it's Steph Curry, and he's played enough games, and he's playing like Steph Curry. So yeah, and yeah, and I think it sounds like really reductive. But, I mean, yeah, if they've played 40 games, then it's a different conversation. Yeah. Definitely. But we did actually end up with quite a lot of differences there. Yeah, that makes a change, doesn't it, for one of these? Um, I think it was a really open one, though, to be fair. I think it was kind of made for... You had to make... Like, kind of create some criteria, basically, to find a way to cut people. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's a fun exercise to do. Um, and, uh, yeah... I guess we'll speak to you in the playoffs. 
Yeah, which are very soon. Next yeah. week, the playing starts. So there we go. Yeah, tune in or uh, don't tune in. That's we don't. Nobody tunes any, in anymore, do they? No, no, I guess not. Because <laughs> what you say instead. Right, click, click on us next time. Press play. Like Press play next time to listen. All right, bye then. Bye. bye.